What's up guys? Happy Friday. Welcome back. Yes, this episode is being recorded super late. That's why there was no intro music. I apologize if the quality is not on point. Um, but I committed to getting an episode out every Friday and this is me working towards that commitment. So thank you for tuning in and bearing with me um, with, yeah, possible not the best audio today. So we're just going to jump right in. Um, I wanted to talk about alcohol today. So um, yes, while we're dieting, um, I get this question all the time, like if you can drink and still lose weight or if it's possible to drink or if it's going to sabotage everything. So we're going to talk all things alcohol. So um, everything from, you know, will it affect fat loss, um, how it can affect fat loss, um, how to track it within your macros, and then ways that you can drink responsibly if you are going to drink while you're in a dieting phase. So it should be short and sweet, but it should have some really good little nuggets in there for you guys. Um, so yeah, we're going to just, like I said, just jump right in. So can you drink and still lose fat? Um, does drinking alcohol affect fat loss? All of those questions. So Technically, yes, you can still drink and lose fat. So it's as simple as um, when you're talking calories in versus calories out. So being in a calorie deficit. So technically, as long as you're adhering to your calorie budget and you're tracking the alcohol and you're not going over your calories, yes, you can still lose fat. Now, with that said, alcohol has literally no nutritional value. So if it's, it doesn't matter if you're dieting or if you're at maintenance or, you know, what phase you're in, you're still choosing alcohol over food calories. It's probably not the best scenario. Um, obviously alcohol, again, it's empty calories. It's not nourishing. You're not going to get anything from it in terms of, um, well, I mean, <laughs> you'll get something from it, but not, um, not something in return like you would from food in terms of like energy, um, things like that. So anyhow, I am one who I get asked a lot if I drink, I get that question a lot. And I honestly do not drink that often, and it's, I know I've talked about I'm at maintenance the majority of the year, and so it should be super easy for me to drink. Um, the thing is, is I don't love, and sorry if you can hear the garbage truck in the background, this is, this is what I was talking about, about the quality of the audio not being on point today. Yes, um, so bear with me. But I personally choose to not drink that often because I just don't love what it does like to me or for me. Um, so I don't, um, when I do drink, I don't drink so much that I'm like shit faced by any means, but I don't like waking up the next morning and feeling any kind of way that's not like my normal, like just easy to get out of bed, like feeling good self. So I don't like to feel like groggy or like I didn't get a lot of sleep. I don't like um, yeah, I just don't like any of the like things that accompany drinking a lot. So that's why I typically don't drink very often. Plus I just love food and the thought of, um, drinking and not eating, <laughs> it's just, I don't like that. So that's just my personal preference. 
I also believe that um, in terms of like where my body is and how I feel, how I look, um, if I drank a ton, I probably would not have the physique that I have now. Um, and I think that's a hard pill for some people to swallow um, or even admit to themselves that unfortunately, if you are going to be someone who drinks every single weekend, you're probably not going to have the body that you want. Um, so again, I've talked about it before on previous episodes. Um, compromise is a huge thing when we're talking about dieting. Um, so every single weekend can't be like this special thing where you have to have alcohol. Um, it can, but again, you're likely not going to get the body that you want. So that's just my little, I don't know, spill on why I don't, um, drink that much. But again, like there's so many things that it affects that people don't think about. So we'll, um, we'll just go ahead and like segue out into that. So yes, technically you can drink and still see fat loss. Um, but the things that you have to think about with alcohol, so it will affect your sleep. I talked about this on um, can't remember if it was the last episode or the one before that. Um, but just how important sleep is for fat loss. So people don't think about this, but if you are drinking a lot and sleep is affected and that is going to affect your hormones. So I talked about how there is the hunger hormone. Um, and when you don't get a lot of good sleep or your sleep quality is just sucky, um, you're naturally going to feel more hungry. And it's because it triggers that hunger hormone. So that's one of the things um, that people don't think about when they aren't, or, or when they're drinking, is it'll affect your sleep. So that will affect hunger. Um, not only does it, it will also affect like eating habits. So like you probably don't eat things that you normally would eat when you're drinking or you're drunk. So a lot of times we get the munchies and we eat things, um, again, that we normally wouldn't, if especially if we're out with like friends or not in our like natural habitat. Um, it can affect digestion, obviously your energy, and that again will go back to sleep. If you're not sleeping well, chances are you're not gonna feel energized and want to wake up and go to the gym or just get a lot of movement in the next day. A lot of people are much more sedentary the day after they drink. So all of these things will factor in, obviously, um, to fat loss. And so, again, technically, yes, you can lose fat um, while drinking because it's, again, the calories in versus calories out, but drinking can inadvertently pause or halt fat loss. So, um, and, you know, the things that I just mentioned, but also things like your body looks at alcohol as a toxin. So that's why you pee so much when you drink. And so it's trying to flush that out. So when you are um, drinking and your body is like pausing basically all things, so fat loss, anything, trying to rid itself of the toxin, which is alcohol. So then think about adding on like, you know, chicken wings or greasy food or something. I don't know. You get like the drunk food. Um, adding that on top of there. So again, digesting that and processing that, like all of those things are put on pause trying to rid your body of the alcohol. So 
tons of reasons why alcohol can inadvertently um, put a pause on fat loss. So again, yes, you 100% can. This is me. This is not me saying you have to stop drinking to reach your fat loss goals. This is me saying if you drink responsibly and compromise some, you can 100% still have special occasions and things like that during a dieting phase where if you track your alcohol and work within your budget, you can 100% still see fat loss. Um, but these are, I'm just sharing with you things that can or how alcohol can inadvertently um, put a pause to fat loss. So uh, when we're talking about tracking alcohol, we'll just go ahead and jump into that. There are um, a couple of ways that you can do it, and people will always ask, like, well, why do I have to, um, you know, do the math and all this uh, for the macros for alcohol? It's on the back of the can. This white claw says 100 calories, and it's got two carbs. So we know that carbs and protein are worth four calories per gram, and then we know that fat is worth nine calories per gram. So if the White Claw is telling you that it is four, or I'm sorry, 100 calories, and it's got two grams of carbs, two times four is eight. So that would be eight calories for the White Claw <laughs> that you would be accounting for if you were just simply like plugging that in for your macro. So just imagine if you're someone and you are, um, tracking your macros, you are somebody who um, you're not paying attention to like if you're going over calories, you're just trying to hit your macros. That would mean that, so 25 times four, if you were dividing the 100 calories by four to count as carbs, that would be 25 grams of carbs. If you were only logging two, you would end up overeating your carbs for the day by like 23 if you hit your goal just on that one white claw. If you had multiple you can see where I'm going with that. You would, um, you could easily eat over your macros and your calories if you're not accounting for it correctly. So that's why when you're counting macros, we say to either count it, um, track it as carbs or fat. You can do a combination of the two. There are tons of free um, calculators online. I can link one in the description for you guys. You just plug in the calories. It'll break down. Um, whether it's carbs or fat, and then you just create an entry, um, a food in MyFitnessPal, and you can label it White Claw Carbs, and then you can put it in 100 calories, and it's going to be 25 grams of carbs. You could also track it as fat and divide the 100 calories by nine, and same thing. You could, like I said, do the combination of fat and carbs. Um, the point is, is you want to make sure that you're tracking it as one or the other so that again, you are not, um, if you're just strictly looking at your macros, you're not overeating those macros thinking that you're only taking in two carbs um, for that white claw. You need to account for the rest of the calories in there with carbs or fat. Again, this is just something um, to do when you are, you know, counting macros. If you are somebody who just strictly counts calories and you don't look at the macro breakdown, it's not going to affect anything as long as you're tracking the calories for it because those aren't going to change. Okay, so um, that's how you can track it. And then now we're just going to talk about a few things that you can do to drink responsibly so that you can still work towards fat loss um, and still 
be able to drink alcohol. So the first thing that I had mentioned before was um, compromise and knowing that every weekend can't be a special event. So literally every single weekend, if you're like, oh, something special is coming up this weekend, we're going to drink. The chances of you, again, having the body that you want are going to be slim to none. So realizing that compromise is a huge thing. Um, It might be, you know, you drink once a month um, just while you're in dieting phases. And you might, when you go to maintenance, you might be able to like bump that up to a couple times a month. Um, But again, just understanding that when you are drinking, um, especially if you get drunk, it increases your chances of making bad decisions in terms of like food. It messes with your sleep, which is going to create more hunger, less energy, um, and then less movement. So again, there's just so many things that will go into that. So again, knowing that compromise is the biggest thing, setting that uh, parameter around that and knowing that every single weekend can't be like a special thing. Uh, The second one is you can always... um, calorie cycle um, or like, you know, shave calories from other parts of the day to bank them for later in the day when you're going to have your cocktails. Um, Or it might be that you're having them at breakfast, whatever, but you get the idea. So you can um, either calorie cycle for that week and you can shave some calories from um, days during the week so that you have like a little pot of extra calories for your drinks on Saturday. Um, Or you can do that just in that day and maybe it's that you wake up that morning and you fast um, till lunch. So you save your breakfast calories and you put those into um, drinks for the evening. Either way, um, dialing back calories somewhere either throughout the week or the day is going to be helpful to give you a little extra leeway and wiggle room to account for some alcohol. Um, Try your best to avoid drunk food. So the things like the wings and the pizza and the french fries and and all of that stuff. So, um, I mean, I think that one's pretty self-explanatory, but I know I talked earlier about how your body really just wants to rid itself of alcohol as a toxin and so when you're adding like junk food on top of that all that stuff is just going to be hanging out there (laughs) until um, your body gets the alcohol flushed out and then it gets back to normal digestive processes and all of that stuff Um, obviously water is a huge one I recommend for every drink that you have you have a glass of water Um, I think that one's probably pretty self-explanatory Um, And then the last one I'll say is like lighter options or calorie-free mixers. So if you're somebody who um, maybe you're going to have like vodka with um, a sugar-free Red Bull or maybe it's that you're going to use like the little Mio drops or um, the skinny syrup, like they have the fruity ones of that, like things like that. So trying to make lower calorie options out of your drinks, um, obviously is going to give you a bigger bang for your buck. Um, but then also just having a drink limit. I think, um, I'll tag that one on at the end there. I think that's huge. So wrapping this up with a nice little bow. Yes, you can 100, 100% still drink and see fat loss. Is it going to be the most optimal? No. Can you drink responsibly? compromise, have limits, things like that, again, and see fat loss, yes. So 
Hope this one was helpful. I appreciate you guys hanging in with the janky audio today. Um, as always, if you found value in it, you can send it to a friend. You can share it on social and tag me. But I will talk to you guys next Friday.